Hello guys, what's up? Welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast. This is going to be the first video I'm making of the back of my introductory video that I made a few days ago on my Instagram page. So if you're here to follow me on those platforms, Instagram, Twitter, make sure you do give me a follow. You know, we are going to have, we do have conversations. I often just make tweets off my head, you know, post off my head, you know, and it's like a community where we're growing together, right? So do give me a follow and I'll make sure I do follow back on these that I can. But today we are here to talk about music digitization. While the past decade, the Nigerian music industry has continuously embraced forward-thinking technological advancement. Following the rise of digitization, the market has changed drastically with revolutionary concepts driving the market into a whole new era. And I think everyone, every fan of music in Nigeria can tell that this has been a very, very good boost to our music. But in spite of all the goods it's done, in fact, in spite of all the advantages it has, there are also downsides to it as well. And that is what I am here to talk about. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of music digitization, what it's done, you know, how we, the fans, have benefited from it, how the musicians themselves have benefited from it, how the producers, you know, the executives, and even everyone at large, because I think literally everyone is a consumer of music. So what's, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of music digitization? Okay, but primarily, okay, let me try to explain this thing in my own best possible way. What is music digitization, right? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, you know, advancement and, you know, taking away the traditional CDs and DVDs that we used to consume back in the day. I remember many years ago, right, 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, my siblings and myself, we owned cassettes and albums of artists from from Banky W to One Day Code to The Band, you know, to Peace Square. I remember having the One Day Code disc of Mushintumu Hits, the, the, the Peace Square Danger album. We had all these albums in our collections really stacked up, up onto this level. And we had, we had a very small MP3 player that would connect it to, uh, you know, boombox in the house and that was how we listened to music back like 15 20 years ago but but now a lot of people don't we don't have cds anymore we don't have all these things anymore we are all on our phones today we're all on our computers on spotify on apple music you know on itunes streaming our songs so yeah the the change in what used to be cds is now you know gone digital we don't need to have the you know the discs anymore and as much as this looks like it's a really good good idea you know it's actually really a good idea but you know as with everything in life okay it has a good it has its it's it has its you know its bad side as well so the first thing that i think that music digitization has done to the music industry globally music has become cheaper you don't need to buy P Square album, Whiskey, CD, DVD, CD, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, Drake, and everything. All you need is just some 
900 or 1000 naira Spotify subscription or your 1000 naira Apple Music subscription and you have access to millions and millions of songs, different genres, you know, playlists, even radios and, you know, shows on, on all these platforms, podcasts and all things like that. So, this has made music really, really cheap and accessible to everyone, which is a big boost. Even if you don't still want to buy, you know, the premium monthly subscriptions of all these streaming platforms, you can still, well, go on, on the free subscription, but that means you have to endure the ad interruptions. But hey, 900 free subscription, it has now become so free that all you need is a monthly subscription and you have access to millions of songs, which is, which is really good. Now, the, the, the second point is the emergence of streaming platforms. So the, the streaming platforms from, from Spotify to Apple Music to YouTube, Amazon Music, you know, Deezer, Audiomark, SoundCloud, lots and lots and lots of them. Okay, it's said that artists make a huge chunk of their, you know, revenue from streaming alone, okay? So, put the money they make on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube Music, on Amazon Music, on Tidal, on everything. Artists make a lot more money on these platforms than they do even when they sell out the O2 or when they sell out Platinum or something like that on merchandise and sometimes even on brand endorsement deals. So the music industry paid, the, the streaming platforms paid out 5% of the revenue in the music industry in the US alone this time, in 2009. And then in 2019, it's paid out an 80% revenue to the industry. But in spite of all of this, right, it is still really known that the artists themselves, they are the ones that get paid last and least. So the artists get the least amount of money from revenue, from streaming, from everything, and they still get paid last. But, but that's not what I hear today. Another thing is that it has made music production easier. You know, back in the day, you'd really need to like play the keyboards, beat the drums, you know, the saxophones and the trumpets and the violins and everything. But today, you don't need all of that. All you need is just a laptop and FL Studio or Audition and some other, you know, music production softwares. And anybody in their room could just sit down and make music. While this is a very good thing, okay, it, it has taken away the quality in music. It has taken away the talent. It has taken away the, you know, the how much work needed to be done to, to make a really great music. And, and I think that is, that, is, that is a very big disadvantage because now you don't need to know how to beat the drums. A lot of the beats we hear today are made on the computer. Like, no one is literally sitting down to beat the drums and play the keyboards and all that. Everything is computerized. And as much as this is good in a way, you know, it's, it's tough. I still feel it's just really bad for the industry. And that has given rise to, I would say, artists that has really low, you know, unarguably 
talentless artist and there's this one artist coming to my mind right now <laughs> zazu you know i mean what 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 the hell is that that is that is total you know unprofessional that that lacks what music entails that lacks what music should be all about but you know it's very easy to make now you can just sit down a, a producer as skillful as talented as experienced as cheesy fuse mastercraft sars can just sit down with a computer and make a beat in five minutes and hey portable come here let's let's make something you know but that 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 has made it really really bad for the industry there's really no quality music being churned out anymore but hey another point here is that music digitization has opened you know has made has given a wide range of opportunity to young artists so say for myself now i'm an artist all i need to do is just sit down my home learn about music production i know it's going to take me one month two three months master it write my songs record and all I need to do is just go on Spotify, go on iTunes, go on YouTube Music, go on Amazon. How much is it going to cost me? Put my music on there and boom, it's out to millions and billions of other people who has access to the internet. Which is, which is really good because now you don't need to talk to the labels anymore. You don't need to, to, to print thousands and millions of copies of your songs like they did back in the 80s and 70s you know you just need to just make make it upload it on spotify youtube itunes and every other person with the internet can listen to your song which is really 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 good and with with the you know imagines of of platforms like tiktok you can never make your song go viral with with one challenge or another and boom it's out there and then you're on your way to stardom you're on your way to become a big big household name artist just like a case in a case study here is vault boy the guy who sang everything sucks i remember listening to this song around during the lockdown time and it sounded really cool he was just really at his home like this okay and cooking up beats and made the song and people on tiktok loved it and they urged him to you know make it in a real actual song which he did and it blew up okay so literally anyone can just do the same thing make a song really good song cook it up post it on on itunes go on tiktok make it trend make it go viral and there you are you're going to you're, you're the next big big thing in the industry but as that has been the case where we are seeing the emergence of new acts because of course music digitization allowed that I think that has allowed room for wide variety of genres, wide variety of artists for the consumers to consume. Because it's even looking more like there are more artists than there are music fans. And then when when you have more more you know supply than demand, the market is going to get saturated, it's going to get cheap. You won't have to sell your song for $1,000 because like $1,000, I can get it for $20 somewhere else. 